Japanese tourists out whale watching in Japan's own waters. Less than 200 kilometres away, still in Japan's own waters, whalers are hunting commercially for the first time in 30 years. A few hours ago, this 10-metre-long whale was harpooned off the Pacific coast of Japan. Now it is being hauled ashore in the little whaling town of Wada. The whalers here are delighted that after 33 years, they are finally free to hunt again. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly, and on the detail today, hardly anyone eats it. Tons of it are stockpiled in freezers. So why is Japan still slaughtering whales? It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me from an economic point of view, from a biological point of view. Um, you almost have to come up with something either cultural or political because it sure doesn't make any kind of rational sense. It's gone from Antarctica to its own territory and it's slashed the numbers. But whale conservationist and Otago University professor Liz Sluton says it's no better. The mink whales that they were hunting in the Southern Ocean are in reasonably good shape. There is um, good numbers of those. But in Japanese waters, there are far smaller whale populations. So if it's a straight swap of taking a few hundred whales in the Antarctic waters and mainly minke whales, and then switching to a whole um, mix of species in Japanese waters, that would be a very bad thing, a, a step backwards for whale conservation. They are planning to take 227 whales in Japanese waters this year. And from what I've seen so far, this includes uh, several species, including monkey whales, beaked whales, and other species. So this is a move away from hunting large whale populations like Southern Ocean monkey that are relatively closer to their original pre-whaling population size towards hunting whale populations that are heavily depleted. And some of which, for example, uh, one of the say whale populations in Japanese waters is so depleted that it may in fact be gone. Do people think this is not as bad as going to the Antarctic to hunt whales? Is that why there's you know, not, not such a big deal is being made of it, that Japan is sticking to its own territorial waters? Or is it the fact that it's actually what it's doing is not illegal? Well, from a biological point of view, what they're doing now is worse. Um, so they have moved from hunting a relatively large, relatively okay whale population to uh, now hunting several much smaller populations that are heavily depleted. Um, so from a biological point of view, this is much worse. Um, possibly from a diplomatic point of view, this is better. Um, so they were whaling um, minke whales to the south of New Zealand that we could argue these are our minke whales. They mm. are coming through New Zealand waters to go um, north to warmer waters in winter to breed, and they are going back to the Antarctic waters in summer to feed. Um, so perhaps what's going on is that this is affecting uh the Japanese people and Japanese whale populations, rather than this affecting whale populations that, if you like, belong to the world. So internationally, there is less of an argument 
because people are at least pleased that they are no longer um, carrying out scientific whaling. So one of the several loopholes uh, for whaling has now been closed. For years, New Zealand and Australia have led the way in condemning Japan for its so-called scientific whaling. We, we've worked away for years over the protection of whales, getting engaging with Japan to get them to change the way, uh, change what they do, um, and that hasn't been hasn't been successful yet. So it's disappointing. We have a lot, overall a good relationship with Japan, but we're opposed to their scientific whaling uh, in the Southern Ocean. Japan slashed its annual quota in the Antarctic by about a third to 600. That's after the International Court of Justice ruled in 2014 that the country's research whaling programme wasn't as scientific as it had argued. There are calls for New Zealand to send a Navy ship to stop Japan from resuming its whale hunt in the Antarctic and violating an international court of justice ruling. Just when you thought high sea clashes like this one in February 2014 had ended, sea shepherd activists and Japanese whalers could be waging war again after Japan announced it's to resume whale hunting in the Antarctic. It's not unexpected. I mean, we've seen how stubborn they've been in the past. But what, what is really changing about this one is that they're potentially going to be international criminals. Both parties have been at each other for decades. But last year, Sea Shepherd got its biggest catch when the most powerful UN court revoked Japan's permit to hunt whales in the Southern Ocean. Then there was more outrage in 2018. More than 120 pregnant whales were killed during Japan's annual hunt last summer, a report has revealed, prompting outrage among conservationists. Last December, Japan announced that it was quitting the International Whaling Commission so it could resume commercial hunting. If they do this, then Japan will be turning its back on the world. Japan argues that it's whaling commercially for cultural reasons. It's legal, just like it is in Norway and Iceland. But what doesn't stack up is that whale meat consumption in Japan has dropped from 200,000 tonnes in the 1960s to around 5,000 tonnes now. The people who grew up in post-war Japan in the couple of decades after the war, they ate an awful lot of whale in their school lunches laid on by the schools in Japan, and often fried in punk or breadcrumbs or sort of lightly dusted in flour and deep fried. And, you know, like most things that you get fed at school or at boarding school, it kind of got a bit of a bad name. And so it has those, you know, memories for, for people who've, you know, who've had that experience. So, you know, people don't generally want to eat whale. Penny Shinor lectures in Japanese studies at Massey University. She lived there for several years in the 80s and returns every year to see her Japanese husband's family. Penny, tell me, have you ever eaten whale meat? Yes, I have. I ate a sort of cook-at-the-table whale meat casserole, actually, this was many years ago, and it was quite a simple casserole with um, mizuna. Do you know the, the, the leaf mizuna? It's quite popular in New Zealand now as a salad leaf. And you knew that you were eating whale meat at the time? <laughs> yes, there was no attempt to disguise the fact that, oh, you know, it was perfectly acceptable, it seemed, over there to be eating whale meat. There was no, I mean, it was rather unusual. I must say it was the first and the last time I've ever eaten whale meat. Because it 
was, um, yeah, it was a luxury item. And it's still a luxury item. It costs more than 200 New Zealand dollars per kilo. It tasted quite oily. It was very tender. It was like beef, um, but kind of fishy. It had that fishy, fish oily taste to it. Did you feel weird at all about eating it? I sort of felt a little sort of frisson. I suppose, knowing that I was eating something which was a a bit naughty um, from the point of view of New Zealand at least. Um, But um, I'd eaten quite a lot of strange things in Japan and it was just one, you know, yet another strange thing I was eating. (laughs) Did you know what kind of whale it was? No, and I don't know where it came from either. You know, what do ordinary Japanese people think about whaling? In terms of public issues, it's pretty low on the radar. I don't think Japanese people are thinking very much about the pros and cons of whaling at all, actually. But if they're asked about, do you support whaling? Apparently, according to a a recent survey by a university in Japan, um, 70%, 70% of Japanese support whaling. Gosh, that's high. Yes, but the irony is that they don't eat whale very often at all. It's very, very small quantities um, per capita, about 40 grams per year, which is about the size of a slice of ham. And why don't they eat it? Because there are lots of other things which are much nicer to eat, (laughs) like really nice beef or really nice sushi. It's not something that Japanese people would would say, oh, yum, whale. (laughs) Oh, but some people do, but there are still people who are eating it. There are people who are eating it, um, but more as a kind of a, a novelty item, I'd say. And you see it in supermarkets. They sell whale bacon as well as whale meat. Apparently, when Japan started commercial whaling, they had to um, commit themselves to a certain quota, say, of 100 whales per year. And because they said they needed that number for research purposes, they actually had to catch that number. So they had to keep on catching quite a a high number of whales per year. And that meant that over the years, a bit of a stockpile, in fact, a considerable stockpile has has built up in Japan. Apparently um, 3,700 tonnes of stockpiled frozen whale as of this year in Japan. Why are they still doing commercial whaling then? Well, that's right. Really, it doesn't make sense. And there's something deeply irrational about the way Japan is pursuing whaling when there's there's not a demand, when most of the rest of the world is very clearly against it. It seems to be pig-headedness. It's a kind of nationalism, I think, a national pride that the Japanese... Well, there's a certain tray in the Japanese personality when if you tell a Japanese person to do something and I have to be a little bit gendered here and say particularly Japanese males, they will do the exact opposite Oh (laughs) That must be frustrating for you (laughs) At any rate they certainly they just won't listen to you, they will say I understand Mm. and then they will keep on doing exactly the same thing and the more the outside world insists on it the more the Japanese resist. And it seems that the Japanese have, have reached this this point where, okay, they, they are saying, well, 
whaling and eating whale is a Japanese thing. Um, it's part of our history and our culture and our tradition. We're not going to be bossed around by the rest of the world and told what to do domestically, even though that sort of attitude isn't particularly popular outside Japan. Yeah. Inside Japan, there are still lots of people who have a very strong you know, national spirit and want to see Japan with, standing up to the rest of the world with more backbone. And I think um, that attitude kind of fuels this reaction to, to whaling. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so mm. uh, the suggestion that the whale hunting industry is a dying one and will be finished in 10 years, does that make sense to you? Well, it could in terms of you know market forces, because there isn't this, there isn't the demand to eat whale. Um, it is hard to see how commercially it can be sustained in Japan, mm. and the government itself is pouring huge amounts of money into whaling. Um, apparently, fifty million American dollars were spent um, in in this year to promote whaling. Is that right? So, yeah. So, you know, it's not as if people buying whale are supporting the industry. It's the, I think it's the government. And I was rather astounded to see that in the um, the cafeteria of the uh, Japanese Liberal Democratic Party, which is the current um, ruling party in Japan, they have whale curry on the menu being specially promoted as you know, very delicious and um, uh, high stamina, low calorie. <laughs> so you know, that's, that's sort of a symbol of the fact that the, Jap the government is right behind whaling. Oh, wow. So that's the sound. That's the sound of the whales calling to each other. They're a little far away, but there you go. So there was this inconsistency in Japan's position. So basically, are you hunting because it's part of your culture or are you whaling for scientific purposes? Alex's book is an expert on Japan at Victoria University. He says commercial whaling is more logical and it's legal. So this uh, resumption of commercial whaling actually brought Japan's uh, position and, and, and the argument made by the Japanese government and you know, made it more consistent and logical. So we are... Uh, engaging in commercial whaling because it's part of our culture. Uh, so in this sense, it's much more, uh, much more logical and makes much more sense now uh, than it was before. It remains to be seen whether this culture will continue to exist. This idea of whale meat consumption as part of, of Japanese culture, it's a relatively new idea. Uh, it, and uh, because there were obviously uh, whaling communities in Japan from I don't know, dating back to 12th century, I think, uh, but consumption of whale meat was uh, limited to certain communities, coastal communities. And it was only after World War II that whale meat consumption became introduced uh, nationally, mostly um, efforts by the occupation uh, occupation authorities, so by the American occupation authorities, as uh, measures to feed the Japanese population, which was starving and in need of protein. So how much does Japan care or do the Japanese people care about the condemnation that has been going on for years about them whaling? So two arguments. So one is, yes, uh, basically we 
agree with those that criticize us. Whaling is uh, it's, it's, it's inhumane. Our whales are beautiful animals. We shouldn't be killing them. We should be eating them. Yes. So this is one position which actually exists in Japan. Uh, it does exist in Japan, and there's certain uh, certain people that support it. Uh, but I think the majority, uh, they basically, they see this as another way of kind of uh, another instance of uh, this misunderstanding uh, on behalf of the international society of Japan, misunderstanding of Japanese culture, uh, disregard of Japanese culture, uh, you know, uh, some kind of discrimination against Japanese culture. So I think the latter position uh, is probably more prominent in Japan than the first one. Activists said they were expecting calls for a boycott of Japan's two biggest international sporting events, the 2019 Rugby World Cup and the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. Others on social media vowed to boycott both events and urged fans to follow suit. And Liz Sluton thinks the debate in Japan will heat up. I think it's highly likely that protests will occur. Of course, you know, I'm not really the right person to ask, but it would be surprising if it didn't because um, the Japanese people seem quite divided on this issue. So um, whale watching tourism has become more and more popular in Japan and most Japanese see whales as wildlife, not as food. Um, So it's possible that there will even be some debate, discussion, protest between these whale watching companies and whale um, hunting companies that sometimes are operating within uh, a quite close proximity, like a hundred or two hundred kilometres from each other. Um, is that so right? Have, that's that's so strange, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So there's quite a bit of um, video footage online where you can see. A Japan, Japanese family is going out on a whale-watching boat, going ooh and ah when the whale jumps out of the water and saying what magnificent creatures these are and how they could not imagine anybody eating them. Certainly not, they have no intention whatsoever of eating them. So it seems that's a very small proportion of Japanese and a fairly elderly uh, section of the public that are still interested in, in eating whale meat. Um, certainly the economics don't stack up. This has been heavily subsidised. Um, whale meat is not very popular. And certainly pulling it away from Antarctic waters, where it would have been very expensive to take these ships all the way down to the Antarctic and bring them back to Japan. So by doing it more locally, that will be slightly more profitable. And while there are predictions that commercial whaling will die in five to ten years, Sluton says it's not soon enough. Well, so I think if you're going to eat meat, eat mammals, which I do, I eat lamb and beef and various other things, then it makes sense to choose a common species, you know, to choose something at the rabbit end of the mammal spectrum rather than at the elephant end. Um, And it also makes sense to choose a species that can be killed humanely. Um, Whales can take um, half an hour or more to kill. And obviously this would be completely unacceptable for any other animal like a cow or a sheep. Um, So from a strictly biological point of view, these are very long-lived, slow reproducing animals that are just not a good bet for um, hunting. And obviously they have highly complex social systems, they're um, very intelligent animals. 
so it, it, it's pretty rare for people to even want to eat these animals. That's the detail for today. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly. The detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz, made possible by the RNZ NZ On Air Innovation Fund. Hit the subscribe button to stay across the detail every day. And if you're on Apple, please leave a rating as it helps other listeners find us. This episode was engineered by Rangi Poik and produced by Alexia Russell. Kakite kite anō.